Hey, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, February 27th, and this is for February 27th through March 5th. Happy full moon, everyone. We are in the throes of a full moon. Mercury retrograde is also over. It was over on February 20th. We always suggest to people you give it another week after the 20th Mm -hmm. to let it really get back up to speed. So that would be today, February 27th. So no more Mercury retrograde. Uh, It still feels like Mercury retrograde to me. And especially yesterday, Friday was a real rough one in terms of communications and just random events in general. But technically, Mercury retrograde is over, and there are no planets currently retrograde right now. Oh. Nothing. Not a one. No retrograde planets. And it'll stay that way until April 27th. And on April 27th, Pluto will go retrograde. But for the next uh, month and a half here, no retrograde planets. So uh, as far as getting things done in life goes, we have no retrograde planets to blame things on. So mm. we're going to have to find other excuses. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's cool. And it's a full moon, full moon in Virgo today. And this ends the uh, most recent moon cycle. The new moon started on February 11th mm. when it was a new moon in Aquarius. And now it's ending with a full moon in Virgo today, the 27th. Uh, what else we got? Venus went into Pisces last week. So... We are shifting away from all that heavy Aquarian energy into more of a Pisces theme at this point. The sun is in Pisces, Venus also in Pisces. You know, with Venus in Pisces now, it's a good time to be creative. It's a good time to get back in touch with your creativity and do that kind of fun kind of work. Get dreamy, you know. Um, Look for inspiration from your dreams. Your dreams in general might be a little more vivid Mm. while we're in Pisces, while Venus is in Pisces. So look for inspiration from your dreams. Um, And then, you know, just take time out for yourself. Take care of yourself. Uh, Pisces energy does like to uh, retreat from time to time. It does like to have some alone time from time to time to recharge Uh, Aquarian energy is more out there in the world, a little more focused on external things. It's a little more of a sociable energy. And with Venus shifting into Pisces, we might feel like we want to look a little more inward and that kind of stuff. We might want to slow down the pace of life a little bit. Um, You know, not all the time, but I would say Pisces likes a a cozy place to curl up and feel safe Mm. on occasion, even if that's just lounging on the couch, uh, reading a book with a cat curled up in their lap and sipping some tea, and maybe taking some psychedelic mushrooms. Um, But anyway, Pisces in general is more, or I should say, much uh, less uh, hyperactive than uh, than Venus in Aquarius. Okay. Uh, So the main event this week, this is the one everyone's talking about. I don't know if anyone's really talking about it, but what's happening this week is that Mars is going to enter Gemini, and that is happening on March 3rd. Mars has been in Taurus for the last couple of months. And when Mars is in Taurus, uh, Mars in general is not particularly happy to be in Taurus. Uh, Taurus is more of a slower pace. Taurus likes to take its time. Mars is the planet of aggression, of action, in extreme cases, the planet of war. 
and um, Taurus isn't really uh, doesn't like to move too fast if it doesn't have to. Mm. Now with Mars going into Gemini, Gemini loves speed. It does not like to be um, uh, bridled. I guess Gemini is, is an unbridled kind of energy. Okay. So it doesn't like to be bridled. Is that a thing? I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. But um, Gemini likes speed, and so Mars is going to say, "Hey, uh, we're, we got Gemini now, and we can really start kicking things into high gear." I especially think that this Mars entering Gemini is going to be important as we continue to do Aquarian age stuff, mm. especially with Saturn in Aquarius and Jupiter in Aquarius. I feel like um, those planets were having trouble having their ideas implemented while Mars was in more stubborn Taurus, whereas now uh, Saturn and Jupiter and Mars are all going to get along. They are all air signs. And especially Gemini and Aquarius is known to be uh, rebellious energy and to do their own thing and to think outside the box. They're not as interested in tradition as an Earth sign like Taurus or Capricorn. Um, they want to change things and they want to change it quickly. So I think that uh, in general, just the pace of life is going to pick up with Mars entering Gemini, where it's going to be until April 23rd. And then also just look for like these grand, sweeping, new, modernized ideas that are going to continue to take place in the world. And we might see more of that happening, especially in the next couple of months. Mm. So um, in addition to Mars changing signs, I always tell people, you know, around the time Mars changes signs, people can be a little edgy and a little more prickly, and they can be a little uh, a little angrier, uh, mm. for lack of a better term. So uh, I'm looking at Tuesday, March 2nd, and Wednesday, March 3rd. Just be on the lookout for that. If you're around some people who are seem, seemingly overreacting to something or just being kind of uh, angry in general, that could be the Mars influence. Okay. So I always tell people just lay low and um, you know, know that that will pass. But uh, also don't be surprised if, if someone in your group is kind of acting out in the middle of next week. Um, or it could just be that Pisces is driving them nuts. Okay, Pisces can get to any one of us at any time. Um, it's a confusing time right now while we're in Pisces. Mm -hmm. Again, it's great for intuition. It's great for creativity. Um, but it's also because of the Neptune influence can be a bit confusing out there. So, um, But hang in there. It's going to be okay. And uh, what else do I got? I don't know. But anyway, Mars and Gemini. Uh, Gemini energy uh, definitely needs stimulation. And it kind of needs constant stimulation because Gemini energy gets bored easily. Almy is Gemini rising. Mm -hmm. And I have more than once since I've known Almy hear her say, I'm bored, <laughs> I'm bored. Do you think that's fair, Almy? Would you say Gemini energy needs stimulation and needs variety? Yes, I think that's fair. Variety for sure. Yeah, so there you go. Almy signed off on it. Yeah. So this is the truth. Um, but Gemini energy is not so into routine. That's more of a, uh, of a Virgo thing. Virgos like their routines. Gemini likes to mix things up. Um, they Gemini energy likes ideas. You know, they like communication. They're ruled by Mercury. Uh, they like verbal flirting. Verbal flirting. I, I made a note, verbal flirting. Um, and they can also be, you know, sharp, perceptive. You know, Gemini energy is very... Um, yeah, perceptive. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Uh, but it can also jump to conclusions, too. Oh. Um, sometimes you get a little bit of information and you think you see the whole story. Um, but sometimes there's more to it than that. There's more layers. Um, 
If you want to get down into the layers, that's more Scorpio energy. Gemini kind of likes to grab a nugget of information and pass it along. I always think of Gemini energy um, and like newspapers where like you got to get the story out. You got to get out there. You got a deadline. Do you necessarily have all the facts at the moment? No, but it's time sensitive. You got to rush it out. And I always think of that being Gemini, uh, getting the story out there and worrying about the details later. Mm. Um, there is, of course, the duality thing that people sometimes associate with Gemini. Uh, I don't know. I'm a Sagittarius. I think Sagittarians have plenty of duality as well. Yeah. So I'm not going to um, get on Gemini about that. Uh, mm. Sagittarians definitely have uh, what I feel is like a, a public life and a private life. Mm. I think part of it is that we know that we're weird. <laughs> and we don't want to just hit people over the head with it right away. We gotta let we gotta get to know someone before we let them see the weird side. Um, but anyway, there's that thing with Gemini where they say there's some duality there. So um, yeah. with Mars and Gemini, I guess that could I'm saying our our moods could potentially fluctuate uh, during this time as well. Um, anyway, what's your Mars in? What sign is your Mars in? That's something you might want to look at uh, as Mars is changing signs. Um, my Mars is in Sagittarius. Right. So with Mars going into Gemini, that actually opposes my natal Mars. So for the next couple of months, I pretend or I intend to mm. be um, tired <laughs> uh, because my Mars will not be as strong as it is. If you know Mars were in Sagittarius, then I'd be uh, I'd have a conjunction there. But instead, it's going to be an opposition. So, and Almy's Mars is in Virgo. Yeah. So, Mars and Gemini is going to square Almy's Mars in Virgo. Mm. So, there's a decent chance Almy and I are both going to be quite irritable <laughs> for the next couple months. <laughs> oh, great. But, no, I've already made a note that, you know, if Almy and I do have some sort of little tiff, you know, I'm just going to say, hey, babes, um, Mars is in Gemini. And it's that's what we got to blame here. Okay, Mars I like Gemini. that plan. That's a good plan. Yeah. So it's not us. It's the planets. Yeah. Always. It's always the planets. That's right. That should be our tagline. It's not you. It's the planets. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because that's the thing. I mean, they always say um, the only constant in life is change, and the planets are constantly moving. The planets are not stationary. So for anyone who, uh, you know, puts emphasis on astrology like I do, I look at it like, well, if my life's cons inconsistent, it's because the planets are inconsistent. Um I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm name? just spitballing here. Um, and then here's a little um, segment. It's not even a segment, but I just made a note. It's called Pluto Watch. I've been keeping my eye on the planet Pluto uh, because I still call it a planet. And because a lot of what we're dealing with in the world right now is a power struggle or ongoing power struggles. And Pluto is the planet of ultimate power. It is ruled by Scorpio. And what I'm getting at here is that Pluto changed degrees today. It is now at 26 degrees Capricorn. And um, I think that's important anytime Pluto changes a degree because it moves so slowly. Uh, in my world, the way I interpret astrology is that's the equivalent of uh, a slower or faster moving planet switching signs because Pluto stays in a sign for you know a dozen years, sometimes longer. Uh, I think that it, when it, it switches degrees, that that's an important shift. So that's happening today, Saturday, February 27th. And um, I believe the last time Pluto changed degrees was on January 25th. So mm. between January 25th and February 27th, if you've been dealing with any sort of power struggles within your own life, whether that's um, with an institution, whether that's between you and another person, you and a coworker, uh, you and a boss, whatever that situation might be, 
just see if you notice any more changes around that situation right around now and over the next uh, few days here. Okay. Um, Pluto is just very intense energy. It's just the kind of energy that just kind of kicks your butt. I mean, it mm. just leaves you black and blue and... Um, and then you transform is what they say it's the uh it's the phoenix rising from the ashes kind of thing it just knocks you down and makes you think that um the, the future looks bleak in that moment but then eventually you find some sort of new power or some hidden energy inside of yourself you didn't have so it does eventually build you back up but it definitely breaks you down first and um that's pluto so anyway, let's transition here to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Almy is with us today, as always. And as I've mentioned countless times, Almy is a Scorpio. So every now and then I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on a life. Mm. And since we are in Pisces and since Pisces is the fish oh, yeah. or the fishes of the fish, um, anyway, Elmi, I was wondering, you're a big sushi fan. <laughs> Where is your favorite place in Los Angeles to get sushi as a Scorpio? Oh, shoot. Um, that's, I love this question. How fun. Um, I really like kombu mm -hmm. in Silver Lake. Um, we've gone there several times, so it's good memories, but it's also very, very good food. And sometimes they project movies on the walls and, um... That's definitely up there. Um, yeah, we ordered from them last night. We did. Yeah. We did. Um, I'm trying to think, where else do I love to get sushi? I haven't... I mean, it's funny because we haven't actually been out to get food from anywhere in a while. I mean, it's only been, you know, a year. And then, like, stuff was open, and then it shut down again. So I'm thinking now about the places... I love to go. I hope they're all still there. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. That's kind of a bummer, but I can't really think of where else. Um, yeah, there's the classic, of course, Midori. Mm. There's so many in the Valley, the Studio City one, or the Encino one. Yeah. yeah. I've been going there since you were a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's great. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of sushi places that are fun. But the quality, to be honest, isn't that um, awesome. So for kombu, I think the quality of their food is really good. And I also like their ambience. So let's just go with that. Yeah, okay. There you have it. Kombu in Silver Lake. Get your sushi there. Support uh, local sushi. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. yay. Thank you, Almy. That was Ask a Scorpio. Cool. So as mentioned, we are in the throes of a full moon. Uh, we'll be feeling the full moon effects all this weekend. So if this weekend's a little crazy, if the energy is a little hyper, that's the full moon for you, uh, especially with the moon being in Virgo. Virgo in general is, is quite active energy as well. So you might be uh, just cleaning the heck out of your home right now. Mm. Uh, Virgo prefers order whenever possible and, and likes to have things clean and orderly. So you might be doing some cleaning, some tidying, some cleaning of closets, that kind of stuff. Um, and if you are a Virgo, I mean, really try to max it out this weekend because the Earth energy is working with you this weekend. Um, after this weekend, we get back into uh, the Pisces is just going to be running the show again. So uh, soak up that Earth energy when you can right now. Earth signs. Um, on Sunday, the moon is going to enter Libra. So uh, we might be feeling more sociable, uh, that kind of a thing. 
and um, the moon will stay in Libra until uh, into Monday, March 1st. Um, Monday, March 1st in general is looking fairly pleasant. Uh, the Libra moon is going to form trines with the Aquarian planets. So we'll have a uh, moon trining Saturn, moon trining Mercury, moon trining Jupiter. So that's good. The air signs are going to be having a party in the sky. And that should hopefully translate into pleasant, sociable energy for those of us on planet Earth. Uh, the moon's going to go into Scorpio at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesday, March 2nd. And the energy will get a little more intense. Um, Wednesday, as mentioned, is going to be a fairly busy day astrologically. That's where we have Mars changing signs into Gemini. Mars will be at the 29th degree of Taurus that day. People might be a little upset and edgy. Um, the Scorpio moon is also going to be forming squares with all of the Aquarian planets. So, you know, we have those nice trines when the moon's in Libra on Monday with the Aquarian planets. But by Wednesday, March 3rd, Scorpio says, I'm going to square those same planets. And that can also add to some tension. So look out for that on Wednesday, March 3rd. Uh, Thursday, March 4th, the moon goes into Sagittarius. And then we're all going to think we are stand-up comedians <laughs> and going to be cracking jokes left and right yeah. and not worrying about the future so much if we can avoid it. Cool. And uh, that will carry us into the weekend, uh, next weekend. So... Other highlights I wanted to point out, uh, Wednesday, March 3rd, Venus is going to form a sextile with Uranus, and um, that's a positive aspect. And what I'm going to read to you next is from Astrology King. Mm. It's one of my favorite websites, astrologyking.com, and they say that this Venus-Uranus sextile could stimulate your need for fun and excitement in your social and love life. Um, it's a good time for finances and maybe even an unexpected windfall. Mm. So, yeah, watch for that windfall. Watch for that free money. Uh, it's supposed to be a great time to make new friends and lovers. And there can be an instant attraction and there can be quick flings. Flings, that's what I was saying. Um, anyway, that's Wednesday, March 3rd. Okay. Thursday, March 4th, the planet Mercury is going to form a conjunction with a Jupiter. So Mercury and Jupiter are both going to be in Aquarius. They're going to be lining up in the sky. And um, anytime Jupiter is involved with anything, that means growth, uh, expansion. It means optimism. It means dreaming big. And with Mercury and Jupiter doing this happy dance, you know, Mercury is the planet of communication. So this is a great time to toss around ideas, uh, maybe ask for a raise or a promotion, uh, or just ask for favors in general. Um, it's a good time for that. Um, it's, it's maybe a good time for, I don't know, just good luck in general, hopefully. Uh, that is Thursday, March 4th with the Mercury-Jupiter conjunction. And then another aspect that we've been feeling consciously or unconsciously is Mars has formed a trine with Pluto. And that was exact last week on February 24th. But uh, Mars and Pluto will be uh, working together for a while. And that's giving us um, strength. It's giving us endurance mm. to get uh, hopefully get difficult tasks accomplished. Um, because, you know, Mars is that planet of action. And when it has a positive influence with Pluto, Pluto is just like, there is nothing too dark for me. Whatever is in your life that you've been having trouble getting through or, or dealing with, I'll help you out. You know, um, 
But yes, it's in, it's endurance, it's courage. Um, both of those planets have a history with Scorpio as well. Scorpio is uh, the ruling sign of Pluto, and then uh, Scorpio used to be ruled by Mars until uh, it lost it to uh, Aries. But um, very Scorpio intense kind of a, a energy there. But again, it's it's also a strong energy that isn't scared of nothing. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll leave on that note. Okay. This week, don't be scared of nothing, whatever that means. Uh, but anyway, thank you as always for tuning in. We love you. And I believe Almy is going to take us through some deep breaths here. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's end with um, a deep breath or two. Okay, so get comfortable. You can close your eyes if you want to. And then all together, let's take a very slow, gentle, deep breath in. Hold. And a slow, deep breath out. And let's do one more slow, deep breath in. And out. Nice. And one last one. Slow, deep breath in. And slow, deep breath out. And just a friendly reminder to unclench your jaw, relax your forehead, let your shoulders drop. Take a big stretch if you want to, open your eyes, and thank you once again for listening. We really appreciate it, and we hope you have a great week.